Are you ready to learn the business skills you need to accelerate your career? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business is now offering its highly ranked working professional MBA entirely online. Whether you choose to attend on campus, online, or a mix of both, you're in control, balancing the demands on your busy schedule. Don't wait. Start your personalized MBA journey this fall. Visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA to learn more and apply. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created.
nurses now. Xavier University is offsetting the demand by offering individuals with non-nursing bachelor's degrees an accelerated path to the profession. With locations in Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus, our ABSN program enables adult learners like you to earn a respected Bachelor of Science in Nursing in 16 months. So what are you waiting for? There's no better time than now to step up and become a nurse. Search Xavier ABSN to apply. To make a rich, smooth cold brew, Tim Horton steeps 100% Arabica beans for 16 hours. What could be richer than that? Well, uh... How about blending in swirls of sweet Irish cream? Rich enough? Ooh, I guess. Not quite. Because Tim Horton's tops that cold brew with the cloud of sweet cold foam. Now, what could be richer than that? Nothing? Exactly. Irish cream cold brew with cold foam now at Tim Hortons. Or try cold foam on any of your Tim Hortons favorites. Modifications extra for a limited time at participating U.S. locations.
and being glad therein. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, we are. Amen. So come on, everybody. Let's get ready to get into our studying. Hallelujah. For those that is just now joining us, hallelujah. We're in, we're on day 10 in the book of Proverbs. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God bless everybody. Hallelujah. I'm glad that you're here with us on today. Hallelujah. Could you hear me now? Amen. Somebody said no sound. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give me a thumbs up if you hear me. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Maybe woman of God is your device. Maybe. Hallelujah. But if you can hear me, amen. Let me let me um, hear you, amen. Amen. I can hear it. So maybe, woman of God, it is your device because I can hear it, amen, through my device, amen. Sister Vincent, hallelujah. Maybe you want to change devices so that you can hear us on today. But God bless everybody. Hello and welcome to Unlimited Grace Prayer Ministry where I oversee this Pastor Joe L. As a Lord, God bless you, man of God. Um, I'm Apostle Robin Stokes, and we're right in where we need to be. We're in the book of Proverbs, chapter 9. Today is day, excuse me, chapter 10. Today is, today is the 10th, so we're in chapter 10. Glory to God, amen. We're in our 31-day journey in the book of Proverbs, amen, as well as our 40-day prayer marathon that started October the 1st through November the 9th, and then we go right into the revival, hallelujah. On November the 9th, we got some awesome men and women of God that's coming in Cincinnati to bring forth a powerful message and the word to be able to help us, amen, move forward in the things that God has called us to do. So uh, we're going to have more information and the flyers going out, amen. God bless you as well as we're going to also, during that week, we're going to do the book launch, acceleration, um, Galley celebration, hallelujah. For the book that I've just published. Love getting prices that are lower than low on food that's fresher than fresh? Then shop at Kroger. We give you more ways to save on the fresh you love with tools like the Kroger app, where you can find personalized coupons on top of weekly sales, giving you prices that are lower than the everyday low. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. I haven't really made a, a public announcement yet, but it is going to be part of that as well, so I'll get more information out about that. But right now, let's go ahead and zoom in the book right now of Proverbs chapter 10. Amen. Glory to God. God bless everybody that is on. Amen. Those that are coming on, God bless you as well. And we're moving right through, but what I do need to do is I need to ask somebody what has been our foundational scripture, hallelujah, that we've been standing on. Amen. See, the Bible lets us know in all things, get what? An understanding. Hallelujah. And we 
discovered that in this um, passage of scripture that sometimes we overlook and in the book that I'm not going to mention, I want to have somebody be obedient and send it through the comments on the book that I'm talking about where we find treasure, hallelujah, when we begin to seek God, amen. So what book is that, somebody? Help me, somebody. Those that's been with me, amen. Those that's been listening, come on, send it in a comment. Yesterday I said obedience is better than sacrifice. What scripture have we been standing on and since we've been going through the book of Proverbs? And just to give you a hint, glory to God, it is dealing with treasures, amen. Hallelujah. It says the fear of the Lord is his treasure. So come on, who? Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Say something so I know you're here. Come on, sit it in the comment box. Let me know what, what foundation scripture that is on. Again, we thank God for you, man of God. Uh, Pastor Joe L. As a more overseer of Unlimited Grace Prayer Ministry. God bless you as well. Amen. But we're moving right on along. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm excited because we're about to zip, scoop, uh, go through this book here. Of the book of Proverbs chapter 10. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But the scripture that I'm talking about, since nobody was obedient enough to send it in, hallelujah, it is in the book of Isaiah, chapter 33, verse 6. It says, And wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of thy times and the strength of salvation. The fear of the Lord is his treasure. Remember I said that the treasure of God, he does not just lay it out. What he wants us to do is to dig and to find in him. Amen. He wants us to get so deep in him. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about being so spiritually, you know, earthly good, but I'm talking about being in relationship with Christ. I'm talking about having an intimacy relationship in Christ and being able to seek him day and night, diligently. Amen. Being able to obey him. But most of all, when you get into this place, you are uh, fearing the Lord and that's what we all need to be. See, it's the difference between the spirit of fear because God does not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. But he wants us to fear him. Amen. Because out of fearing God, we respect him. We respect his laws. We respect who he is. We respect what he tells us to do. And we respect to do what's right and not what's wrong. And that's what we've been studying as we've been traveling through the book of Proverbs. Because the book of Proverbs pretty much break down on doing the right thing. Wisdom and having an understanding and knowledge so that we will do the right thing. Amen. But as we go ahead and travel through the second book, hallelujah, we're right in the middle, hallelujah, because there's 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. We are on day 10. That's why we said that we'll go ahead and travel through the book of Proverbs since this month is 31 days, hallelujah. So why not get an understanding in the book of Proverbs? If it's any other book in the Bible, which all of it's delicious, but this is the book that really helps us understand wisdom, helps us understand under. Um, knowledge and understanding. Hallelujah. So as we go ahead and travel through the book of Proverbs, I do want to let you know that even in this book of Proverbs, it consists of 375 individual Proverbs. Amen. It lets us know the complete idea how to operate in our lives, how what to do that is right instead of following in the trap of doing wrong. Because when we begin to do wrong, we're stepping out of the will of God. So each book 
Each, each book in the book of Proverbs helps us understand that there is a practical way to make a choice in life. Amen. So that you must understand to be able to choose between wisdom and um, things that are folly. Hallelujah. So that's why we want to choose wisdom. Amen. Not foolish things. Amen. So as we go through the book of Proverbs, through these next five chapters from 10 through 15, it's going to also be contrary and a little bit of opposite from when we get into um, chapter 16 through 22. Hallelujah. So come on, let's go ahead and travel through the book of Proverbs chapter 10. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask you to decrease me that you would increase. Holy Spirit, speak through me so that your words will fall on good ground. Allow your, your, your people to hear your word, amen, in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord God, I ask you to open up their understanding, hallelujah, in the mighty name of Jesus, enlighten their eyes so that they can see and, and, and be able to illuminate their minds to be able to receive so that their minds will be renewed, so they were able to walk into transformation, being able to be transitioned into their purpose and destiny with wisdom, understanding, and your knowledge. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So I'm so ex excited. Let's go ahead and start with uh, verse 1. It says, The Proverbs of Solomon, a wise son, make up a glad father, but a foolish son is the heaviness of his mother. Amen? Treasures of the wickedness profit nothing, but righteousness delivered from death. Three, the Lord would not suffer the soul of the righteous to perish, but he cast away the substance of the wicked. Four, let's stop right there. Let's do one through four. Hallelujah. So let's go ahead and, and, and break that down. Amen. What I want to do is I also want to translate it over to um, the Amplified Version. Amen. Because remember I told you in the Amplified Version, hallelujah, it breaks it down for those that may have a hard time understanding sometimes what the word is saying. Hallelujah. So the Bible lets us know in everything get what an understanding. Amen. So that's why I am. Um, going through the book, the um, King James Version, which I've just read to you, and then I'm going to make it a little clear to you as I go through the Amplified Version, amen, but also the Amplified Version going to put a little M to that. Is that all right? Hallelujah. So verse 1 in Amplified says, a wise son makes a father glad, but a foolish, meaning a someone that is stubborn, Someone that is hard-headed. Someone that don't want to listen. Someone that knows it all. You know, you got people that think they know it all. They don't want to listen. They don't want to take in advice. They don't want to listen to wisdom. But because, sometimes because they have the education or they think that they know because they may have experienced that, sometimes they can be foolish. Hallelujah. So this spirit is called the spirit of stubbornness. Hallelujah. When a person operates in the spirit of stubbornness, I don't care what you do or what you say, it's going to be hard for you to get through to them, amen, because they already have it up in their mind that what they know is what they know, and what you know ain't going to 
make it no different than what they know. They sticking with what they know instead of allowing wisdom to come in to get maybe a clear understanding practically of whatever it is that you're trying to tell them. So people that have that, that, that stubborn spirit, it's hard to communicate with them. Amen. Then it says, who refuses to learn. So you have individuals that think that they know so much. Remember I told you, even as a leader, we should be teachable. Even as a leader, we should want to learn from one another. A lot of times because we have our degree in theology and divinity and all the other things, hallelujah, which nothing is wrong with that. But see, the thing is, never get um, away from learning. Never get away from having a, keeping a teachable spirit. Why? Because even you can learn something from a babe. You can learn something from a child. But sometimes because of stubbornness, sometimes because of pride, we think that we know it all. And guess what? You miss out. Because maybe God is sending them to come and tell you something that you probably missed. Because remember, I told you that we only take in about 75% of what we hear. The other 25% is kind of sometimes not thrown away, but sometimes we just don't hear it clearly. So that individual may come back and repeat what you missed. But if you are saying that I already know this, I'm educated, you're going to miss it. So that's why if you refuse to learn, don't you know that you're acting foolish? Hallelujah. And only fools act foolish. So you can say that you're a wise man or woman, but your action shows something different. So when you be around people, no matter what title or what position they're in, and it's hard for them to receive or it's hard for them to learn from people, then you may want to look at it and say, maybe they're a little foolish. I don't care who they say that they are, but our action speaks louder than our words. Amen? So we want to make sure that we continue to learn. Hallelujah. Never move away from learning because we can all learn something. Hallelujah. Amen. And then it says in two, treasures of the wickedness and ill-gotten gains do not profit, but righteousness and moral integrity and daily life rescues from death. So those that really are out doing wickedness, meaning that their motives are not right. You know, sometimes people are only around you just to be able to get what they can get. Their motives are not in the right place. They never really come to help. They really come sometimes just to receive in order to move them forward. So, but the one thing that they always use is God said, or God said, or this is God, or God want me. But at the same time, all you have to do is sit back and watch their motive, amen? And you are able to see really if God did say it, if they was really God sent, or was they just really coming just to get what they needed. I like how T.D. Jakes put the three friends. He said, you got some comrades, some constituents, hallelujah, and some confidants. He said, if you got one confidant, you are lucky somebody. A confidant is somebody that's going to be with you when you're right and with you when you're wrong. Hallelujah. But they're going to tell you in your face when you're wrong. They're not going to try to sugarcoat it. They're going to keep you up on your toes. They're going to keep you accountable. They're going to be down with you no matter how it go, where it go. But at the same time, they're going to tell you the truth. Amen. But those that are constituents and comrades, they only wish you to see what they can get out of you. Once they get 
what they want out of you, they're off to their next victim, to where they're going to see what they can get out of them. But the thing is, they was really never coming to help you. They was just coming to see what they can get. And once they reach their goal, they're going to move on to someone else. But like he said, don't get upset that the scaffold moved, meaning that they moved out of your life. Be happy because evidently it was not a divine connection. Amen. So God was able to allow you to discern really their motives. But know that when you get a confidant, you are a lucky somebody. So that is even the treasures of this wickedness. Amen. The ill-gotten gains do no profit. So when you come in with the wrong motive, I don't care how slick you think you are. God sees everything. Amen. So if it's really not God, you can try to um, deceive the people. But guess what? God going to get you. And that's why it's so important that we are careful on how we treat God's people and how we, we, we do as people. Not just in what we say, but even using God's name in it. Because sometimes we use God's name as something that's not even God. And the thing is, you don't have to answer to that. Hallelujah. See, sometimes we use God's um, name just to gain something. But the thing is, no matter how much you use his name, at the very end, you're going to gain no profit from it. Amen. It's not going to last. Because if it's not from God, it's definitely not going to last. So you're only going to get away with it for so long. Hallelujah. You should have such a fear of the Lord that you wouldn't even want to be gotten people or, or be able to try to deceive people or use people. The fear of the Lord should make you think different. The fear of the Lord should make you say, you know what? I don't want to do them like that. I can't do them like that because these are God's people and God see everything I do. See, that's one of the things that scares me. Hallelujah. I don't have a spirit of fear. I'm talking about the fear of the Lord is that I know no matter if you don't see me, God sees me and that's more important. So I cannot do it because God sees what I'm doing. So even if I try to sleep because you may not see me, it doesn't even matter. What matters to me is that God can see it. So I'm going to do my best not to do what I know is wrong because my father is going to get me. And when my father chastises me, it don't feel good. You know, you can get chastised by a mother or a father. But when you start getting chastised by God, let me tell you something. That's not no good feeling. I don't know about you, but coming up in ministry, coming up in leadership, he chastised me. He taught me how to do the do's and the don'ts. He showed me the do's and the don'ts, amen. He showed me like the piece of fish, amen. Take away the bones, keep the meat, amen. Hallelujah, amen. And then it says that in righteousness, we should have our moral integrity, hallelujah. Our integrity and our character is so important. That's why it's so important on what we say and how we say it. Because at the end of the day, our character means more than anything. Our integrity means more than anything. Hallelujah. That's why it's important on what we say to people and what we promise people because our words is very important. Don't promise somebody something that you know you're not going to keep your promise because that takes away and tear down your integrity and your character. See, because then you become a liar. Then you become, come on now, deceiving. So why say something and you know you're not going to do it? I would rather for you to be honest with me and say, well, you know what? I may not can't do it, but maybe blah, blah, blah. Instead of saying, okay, yeah, I'm going to do it. And when that time comes, you know we're around. Come on now. I'm not judging you. But what I do see is that your integrity and your character does not match up on what you say. 
You're saying that you this person and you do this and you do that, but your actions show me really who you are. Amen. And my prayer is that God deals with you so that your integrity and your character would not be destroyed by the words that you say. Hallelujah. And we still call ourselves men and women of God. Amen. And three, the Lord will not, for those that's just coming on so you won't be lost, we are in the book of Proverbs chapter 10. Hallelujah. Verse 3. I've already read in the King James Version 1 through 4, but what I'm doing is I'm breaking it down in an amplified version so that we can get a clear understanding because the Bible says in everything get what? An understanding. So I just want to break it down a little bit more. So that's why I'm coming over to the amplified version. Hallelujah. So we're on three. It says the Lord would not allow the righteous to hunger. Hallelujah. God will meet all of his needs. So, y'all, let me tell you something. Righteousness is not just us trying to just be right. Righteousness is when God has called us righteous. When we are feared the Lord. When we are respecting the Lord. When we are obeying the Lord. When we are allowing the Lord to lead us. And we are in the will of the Lord. Means that it's his righteousness that's guiding us. And if we are in the will of God. And we are fearing God. And all these things that we're, I just said. Let me tell you something. The Lord would not allow us to hunger. Hallelujah. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what the bills look like. I don't care what your health looks like. I don't care what your marriage looks like. I don't care what your children look like. I don't care what the ministry looks like. I don't care whatever the situation looks like. The Lord would not allow us to hunger. Anything that deal with hunger is lack. He would not allow us to lack. He would not allow us to miss the mark. He would not allow us to receive our healing. He would not allow us to miss, to receive our deliverance. God is there to make sure that he meets all of our needs. Hallelujah. And it lets me understand more and more because the Bible tells me in Psalms, glory to God, 23, the Lord is my shepherd and I should not want. Now, I do understand that there is a difference between a want and a need. A need is something that we need every day. Our essential needs like water. We need transportation. We need a roof of our head. We need our health to be intact. These are things that God knows that we need. Hallelujah. We need food. Hallelujah. Clothing. Amen. Amen. But I'm talking about a want. A want is me just wanting another bag, another purse when I already got two purses. Me wanting another house when I already got a house or I already got transportation or if I just want something, hallelujah. I don't need it because I already got it, hallelujah. So if he's willing to take care of what I want, I definitely know that he's able to take care of my needs, amen. But sometimes we forget that, hallelujah, because God will take care of our needs. Matter of fact, when we are righteous unto God, he will do that. Now, if you're struggling with that, then yes, you have something to worry about. If you're not fearing the Lord and you're not obeying the Lord and you're not in the will of God, then yes, you're right. He won't take care of your needs because remember I said, in fear of the Lord, what benefits and rewards are given unto us? Just like Solomon, because he feared him. God gave him wisdom. Not only did God give him wisdom, but God gave him honor and riches and wealth. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Not because he asked for it, but because he feared the Lord and his heart was towards the Lord. Amen. So when our heart is towards the Lord and in the Lord and we begin to fear the Lord, then guess what? That is a step towards knowledge and understanding and wisdom is right there. Amen. So y'all, we need to understand that the Lord will take care of all of our needs. Amen. But it also lets us know he will reject and cast away the craving of the wicked. So if you're a wicked, he ain't trying to provide for you, honey. And wickedness is what? Being evil, being hatred, being hate hateful, um, having an angry spirit, having a bitter spirit, unforgiving. See, let me tell you something. When you come into church and you don't speak to people, God ain't, ain't, ain't about that. Because God is a God of love. Amen? So because you have unforgiveness and you have bitterness towards somebody that may have done you wrong or rubbed you the wrong way, that is not the right way. If you want God to take care of all your needs, you got to walk upright in God. And you have to overcome that bitterness. You have to overcome that offense. You have to overcome that anger. You have to overcome that hatred spirit, that, that wrath spirit. Because God is not going to provide for you, amen? You cannot reap the benefits and the blessings of the Lord walking in um, unforgiveness, amen? You cannot reap the blessings and the rewards of God walking in bitterness, amen? Only thing you're going to reap in walking in bitterness is sometimes cancer, amen? Don't you know most cases of cancer stem from the root of bitterness? Still from the root of wrath and hate and hate and hateful hatefulness. Don't you know that is the reason why most people that have cancer and tumors, that's where it comes from? So you better understand that you need to get your life right. You gotta start forgiving people. You cannot walk in wickedness. You cannot walk in hate hating people or acting bitter towards people or with an unforgiving um, heart. Amen. Why? Because he's going to reject you. When God rejects you, that's not good. Because that means that you can pray day and night. You can be in the church all day, all night. But he ain't hearing your prayer. Uh-uh. Matter of fact, you are cast away until you come into repentance and ask God, not, the, not an outward repentance, but an inward repentance. Because see, God knows our heart. So you can try to fool me or him, but God knows what's in your heart. He knows if you're really trying to come with true forgiveness. Hallelujah. So you got to make it right with God in order, in order not to be cast away or rejected. Amen. When you get to that point being cast away or rejected, you really need to get into a place of prayer and asking God to forgive you and confessing all everything unto God because that's not a good place to be. Amen. And it's at hallelujah, I'm telling you. Because the um the book of Proverbs, like I said, Solomon, he was a he was a he was a wise son unto his father David. Hallelujah. See, Solomon also listened to his father. Amen. Not only did he listen, but he had an ear to hear. Because remember, I told you that listening is not enough. Because it can come into your ear gates, but then it can leave you. But hearing allows you to put action to it. Because when you hear something, now you're acting on it. And I know that Solomon has acted on what David said because he built the house, the temple of God. And he began to ask God for wisdom. See, David, his father, had all the riches and all the 
the well. He had it all. So Solomon saw all these things coming up. And then David began to what? Educate his son. He began to tell him stories about things that happened in his past. So I believe that Solomon had an ear to hear what his daddy was saying. And when he began to talk about even how his mother was begotten, how he put a man on the front line just to get his mother. Because in, in chapters 5 and 4 of Proverbs, he began to tell us how good it is in the beginning. So you got to be careful because sin looks good. It's very enticing. It may catch you. But the thing is, it's death. It won't last. But it looks good to you. It feels good to you. And it may even entice you some. But some move away from it. Hallelujah. So he let him know practically he go wisdom. I'm not going to tell you that it don't look good. Solomon. I'm not going to tell you that it don't feel good. Because it does all and above. But it's not good. It brings death. Hallelujah. See, sometimes we got to be transparent with people. You know, a lot of times we always say we've been saved for 50 years and that's just that. So you tell me you've been saved for 50 years and you have not fallen short of the glory. Now, come on now. We all have fallen short of the glory. There's no man that has not sinned. Glory to God. Sometimes you got to be transparent with people. Not just sometimes, all the time. Because it was a time in your life that you did fall. It was a time in your life that you even thought about it. Amen. That's still sin. Because you haven't thought about it. Even though you didn't act on it, but you thought about it. Hallelujah. Because it says to ask God to forgive us of every sin that is what? Normally or unknowingly. Hallelujah. Act on and not acted on. Hallelujah. Because it's just as doing it anyway. If you're thinking about adultery, even though you ain't did it, but thinking about it long enough, you can get caught up in it. Or fornicate with your eyes. Hallelujah. You might as well have already done. Because you see it through your eye game. So even though you may not have touched that person, but you've already committed fornication. You've already committed adultery just by a thought. Just by you imagining it. Just by you thinking of it. You've already committed it. So even though you may not act in the act physically. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. But mentally, you have already done it. And that's sin. Amen. So, even in that case, David was letting him know, hallelujah, that, let me tell you something. See, there's going to be some joy and there's going to be some sorrow. Hallelujah. Pay 
Yes, we know that. You know, and that's what he was saying. And, and what it says, but a foolish son is the happiness of a mother. See, one thing about us mothers, if I can be transparent, I have two sons. We're always sometimes worrying. I don't know about you, but before I really knew Christ and got into a close, intimate relationship with Christ, hallelujah, I used to always worry about my sons. But now I have given them over to God. Why? Because now I'm more mature and I trust in the Lord with all my heart and I lean back to my own understanding because I'm in a place in my life where I had to go and ask God, now, okay, God, I have raised them with your help as sons. Now they are young men. So teach me how to raise them as young men. Because I can't raise them as boys anymore because now they're young men. So I had to switch it because the things that I would be able to say to them as boys, I can't say to them as young men. So God has allowed me to, 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 to lean more on him and not on my own understanding. See, I had to allow them to go down their own path and go their own do their own journey. But as long as I continue to put truth before them, not just in words and throwing a Bible at them, but I'm talking about my lifestyle. See, let me tell you something. If you want your children to change, if you want those that are around you to change, it ain't about you throwing a Bible down their mouth. It's not about you saying, oh, God this and God that. It is your actions. Your action is what's going to draw people to Christ. It's your love that's going to draw people to Christ. Amen. So you can say a whole lot, but it ain't what you say. It is your action that they're watching. So I had to live right. Amen. I had to show them a different way of living. Amen. Because if not, I'm just as a hypocrite. Hallelujah. So even as a mother, we have some sorrows. And even as fathers. But also we have some joys. But as women, because we are nourishers, and we are the ones that are more closer to our children, hallelujah, even though fathers, y'all are close to, but mothers, we are a little closer, because sometimes fathers have to tell us, like, back up. Now it's my time to be more of a father, because you can't give them what they need, especially as boys. So women, we have to step back and allow a man to be a man to the man, the young man. Because some things we can't give them because we're women. So sometimes we're in the way when we need to move out the way and allow men to be men to show the young men how to be men. Amen. And sometimes that's hard because we're so used of coloring our children. We're so used in making sure that they're okay. But in order for them to be who they need to be in God and, and as a man, Sometimes a man, not all the time, all the time, a man has to show them how to be a man. Because women, we're not men. And young girls, women have to show you how to be a woman. Men have to step back after they do their part. Now, as a father, you showing that young girl, okay, this is the type of man you want in your life. Making sure that he treats you like this by you taking your daughter out to eat, opening up the door for her, doing things that a man, a real man, is supposed to do, loving God first prayer, all of that, so your daughter would know what a real man look like, but as a woman, we have to teach them on how to be a woman, how to respect themselves, how to stand up as a, as a in womanhood, amen, so there is sorrow, and there is joy, even in parenting, amen, 
But at the same time, our children determines which path that they choose to go down once they have reached a certain age. We have already instilled in them what it is that we have to instill in them. That's why I say it's to train a child up the way they should go, and God will do the rest. But the thing is, if we don't train them up in the beginning, how is they going to know or how is God going to do it? He's not going to be able to. That's why once we give it to them, once they reach a certain age, we have to move out the way and allow them to live life. Amen. But we still is there to give them wisdom, to give them point nuggets to, to, to help guide them. But at the same time, now they got their own way of thinking. They got their own mind. So some, you can't force your way on them. You have to pray and ask God to, 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 to renew their mind so that they will be able to hear you, hallelujah, and begin to turn from their wicked way and begin to walk the, the, the straight path of where they need to be in God. Amen. Hallelujah. Because a lot of times, even as a parent, we don't like to see our children in doing things that we know that's not right for them. Hallelujah. So that's why we continue to pray, continue to, to live that life uh, in God so that they will see our life. Hallelujah. Not just read about it. Amen. So y'all, I'm telling you as women, sometimes there is such a deep grief in us raising our children. Amen. Why? Because we play such a more intimate role in raising them. But that does not leave out the father because the father also raised them as well. Amen? Amen. So come on, y'all. I'm just breaking it down if that's okay. We're breaking this down. There's not a lot of um, 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 scriptures in this book here. But the only thing is, now let's go to three. I mean, two. It says, I said the church of the wickedness of the ill gotten gains do not profit, but the righteousness and moral integrity and daily life rescue from death. Amen. Hallelujah. So what am I saying? I'm saying here that God brings eternal life to us. Amen? But we have to live what? Upright. Amen? We have to be in right standing with God Almighty, our Lord Jesus Christ, which is the righteousness, us being just and standing right before him so we can come to the throne of grace and he'll be able to say good and faithful servant. Amen. We just can't live our life any kind of way. Amen. We need to continue to put on the robe of righteousness. Hallelujah. Not our own righteousness. Not our own way of thinking or our own um, theology. But I'm talking about obeying God. Fearing God. Walking in the ways of God. Trusting in God. Listening to the voice of God. Studying the word of God. Meditating on the word of God, um, diligently seeking him in prayer early and late and all day long. Hallelujah. We must keep on our road for righteousness. Why? Because it allows us to continue to continue to be washed as white as snow. Amen. We are continue to be washed in the blood of Jesus. Amen. So now, because we have accepted him as our Lord Jesus Christ. 
the world of righteousness is on us, but we need to know how to obtain to keep it on that robe of righteousness. We can't do things in our own way or have our own thinking because it stinks. Hallelujah. We have to have the mind of Christ. Amen. Because the greatest treasure in life, amen, is to be able to be gained by his righteousness. Amen. Not our own righteousness. Not righteousness by a man or a woman. Hallelujah. Because it would not last. But gaining the righteousness of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And as we go into three, hallelujah, I'm just breaking it down. Let's go to Psalms 37, verse 22 and 27. Amen. Because it says the Lord would not allow the righteous to hunger. God will meet all of his needs, but he will reject and cast away the carving of the wicked. So when we go into the book of Psalms um, 37, chapter 37, because that's what we do when we break it down the world, we get the word in that because it's the word that's going to watch us, it's the word that's going to deliver us, it's the word that's going to set us free. Amen? Hallelujah. This book here in um, Psalms 37, it talks about Trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. Let's go to verse 22 to 27. It says, For such for Amen. Psalms chapter 37 verse 22. It says, for such as be blessed of him shall inherit the earth, and they that be cursed of him shall be cut off. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighted in his way. Though he fall, he should not be utterly cast down, for the Lord is upholding him with his hand. I have been young, and now I am old. Yet have I seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. He is ever merciful, and lineth, and his seed is blessed. Depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore. Hallelujah. So that's why we have to depart from evil. Because it just said here that I have not seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed praying for bread. So if we stay upright in God, don't you know even our children would not even be begging for anything? He would take good care of them as well. Amen. Because God take good care of his own. Amen. So even though we may have a fruit issues, but God continues to what strengthen us. Amen. We would not go hungry. Amen. But we will inherit the eternal life. Amen. See, a lot of times the wicked may seem to realize their desires in the end, but God removes their accomplishment because they're evil. So you may think that you're getting away with it, but it only lasts for so long. Amen? So you only can do it for so long. So that's why you can't continue to try to fool God because God will make sure that he gets us. Amen? It says, he becometh poor that dealeth with a slack hand, but of the hand of the diligent make rich. Let me tell you something. Poverty by itself is not evil. Hallelujah. But it is a product of laziness. Hallelujah. And slothfulness. Amen. 
The reason why some of us live in poverty because we're lazy in God. We don't want to pick up the word of God. We don't want to pray. Uh, we don't want to seek God day and night diligently. We don't want to turn from our wicked ways. We don't want to humble ourselves. We want to allow pride and arrogancy. And we want to allow haughtiness. And we want to have a I, I know everything spirit still be on us. That's why we can't inherit the, the, the things of God because we walk around with this poverty attitude, amen and this poverty attitude is a product of laziness it's a product of slothfulness amen, that's why we have to wake up early, be able to diligently seek the Lord continue to pray without ceasing continue to find him amen, because remember he's like a hidden treasure, you gotta dig deep, God is not just gonna lay it out for you just to see it he want to know how low would you go. He want to know how deep would you go in him. He want to know how far would you go in him. He want to know would you lose yourself in him. Would you lose it all for him. He ain't going to just give it to you like that. Amen. So that's why a lot of times we uh, fall into this trap. Hallelujah. Of, of spirit, uh, being spiritually. Um, having a, having a um, property. Um, walking in the spirit of poverty. And I'm not just talking about a lack of money. Or a lack of wealth. But I'm talking about probably um, in the lack of uh, anointing. A lack of God's presence. A lack of God moving in our life. Amen. Why? Because we're so lazy. We're so slothful. We, we want to do things our own way in our own timing. And then when we do do it, we're like sluggards. Amen. So that's why we must understand that even as we seek God, hallelujah, and rise up early. Amen. And, and, and get into the things of God he will allow us to become what? Healthy. He will allow us to become what? Wealthy and wise. Amen. So that's why we must continue to seek God. Amen. We should not allow things to be slack in our life. Amen. Because when we allow things to be slack in our life, we are allowing laziness and slothfulness to be our portion, amen. And guess what? It will not work for us, amen. And so that means that if it won't work for us, then how are we going to be able to take care of what we need, amen. See, God is not a God to where we can just pimp God and just go after God just because we want something from God. Hallelujah. You got to put some effort into everything. Hallelujah. You got to seek him like treasure. You got to go deep in him. Hallelujah. He ain't going to just, you know, mysteries or deep, deep things. It's not something that's on the surface. Amen. So that's why we need to get our priorities straight, amen, and begin to work hard. I'm not saying work smart, hallelujah, because see, the thing is, you can be smart and not wise. I'd rather be wise than smart, hallelujah, because when I'm wise, I'm getting an understanding. Knowledge and understanding is my portion of wisdom. It's a practical thing for me to be able to make the right decision, amen. So smart is just because of my talent and because of my ability of, of learning of, of a particular skill, hallelujah. So smartness don't last for me, but I'd rather be wise than smart, amen. So that's why we must understand that we have to be straightforward in order for God to bless us abundantly, amen. Because guess what? Slothfulness and laziness would get us nowhere, amen. We will get nowhere in God or nowhere in life. Amen. You got to be willing to put an effort to it. If you want a successful ministry in God, you got to be willing to seek him. You got to be willing to pray and be on the battlefield for him. Amen. And be willing to, to, to fulfill his vision. 
not your own vision. God has given us his vision, but most of us have taken away his vision and rolled out the roadmap of our vision. And the reason why it's not working is because it's our vision and not his vision. When God gives us a vision, he will give us provision. Hallelujah. And if we follow the vision, the provision will follow. Not just money, but even divine help, divine relationships, divine everything divine will fall into place. Amen. Let's move on. I'm getting so excited because this right here, y'all, we, we, we going somewhere. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So as we're moving down here, amen. Amen. So let's go with five. He who gathers during the summer and takes advantage of his opportunity is a son who acts wisely. But he who sleeps during harvest and ignores the moment of opportunity is a son who acts shamefully. That's pretty much what we just talked about. Amen. Hallelujah. Because he that gathered in the summer is a wise son. Amen. He that sleeps in the harvest is a son that calls shame. So y'all, don't you know right now is the time that we need to gather um, in God and prayer and seeking him diligently in the word, hallelujah, to be able to reap the harvest of bringing his power, his glory, his healing, his anointing. So when that, when that season comes, deliverance is taking place, transformation is taking place, and the presence of God and the glory of God is here. Amen. So this is the time that we gather. We gather through prayer. We gather through seeking his word, getting in his face. Seeking him diligently, getting down in him, finding him in that hidden treasure through the word of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Because why be put to shame when it's time for healing and deliverance to take place? There's no power. Why? Because we've been doing it ourselves. We've been using our own strength. We've been using our own wisdom, our own intellect. When we need to use God's wisdom, God's intellect, God's strength, God's power, then, we're able, then healing is able to take place. Deliverance is able to take place. Transformation is able to take place. Not just conviction. What's going on right now in the body of Christ is just a, a conviction. Just an outward um, appearance. But nothing inwardly is taking place. The heart is still hard. The heart is still stony. The heart is still unforgiving. The heart is still bitter. The heart is still angry. The heart is still acting in wrath and selfishness and sowing discord and gossiping. The heart is not right. The heart is deceiving. The heart is deceptive. So therefore, the heart needs to change. So that's why it's important that we turn back to God so that our hearts can be what? Renewed, replaced with a new heart. So transformation can come in so that we can transition into who we are called to be as sons of God. That's why timing is so important. Amen? Why? Because it's even in agriculture when you plant seeds, there are times of harvest. You don't plant the seeds in the summer. That's the time in the spring and the summer that it begins to reap and it begins to come up. And then now this is the time for you to be able to reap because now you're about to go out and you're about to pick out the corn and you're about to pick up the, the tomatoes and all of that because during the during the fall and the winter, you planted the seeds. Amen. So now when the spring and the summer come, that's going to be your harvest. Now it's time for you to reap. Now you can pull that stuff up. You can take it to the market and now it can be sold. You don't plant, you don't plant glory to God in the summer and the spring because when the winter and the, and, and, um, and the fall come in, 
Come on. When the winter and the fall come in, glory to God, it's not going to come up. Why? Because the ground is hard. Glory to God. Because snow. Hallelujah. Come on now. The ground is not moist. The fertilization is not moist. Hallelujah. So there, So when it comes to agriculture, it's a certain time and season that is necessary. It needs to be applied. Amen. So that's the same type of timing um, that's necessary that we need to apply and lay hold of our life opportunities in our life way. Amen? Because harvest time is a time when we work. Amen? And we work in the things of God. And we, and we, we, we store up our prayers. And we store getting the word and, and getting delivered. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on in, Pastor Joe. Um, we're moving right through um, verses 6 and 7. Hallelujah. Amen. Going right on through. Glory to God. And we're talking about harvest time. Amen. So we got to know our timing. Amen. We got to know that it's too cold to try to, 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 to allow our harvest to be reaping. Amen. Uh -uh, you can't allow that to be reaped in, in the winter. When the spring and the summer come, that's when you need to be reaping. The harvest is coming. Hallelujah. So that's why we need to know everything about the Lord, amen, for what's working for us, what the harvest is for us, not just how much money we're going to make and how much money we're going to receive, but how, what, what about a harvest of souls? What happened about a harvest of those that are being transformed, those that are being healed and delivered? Amen. That's the harvest we need to be looking at. Amen. That's the harvest we need to be praying for because so people can be changed. Amen. And um, the time out that we continue to live uh, the same way. Amen. You know, it's just not right that we continue to just live in the way that we're living because we ain't receiving the deliverance that we need. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. So verse 6. Blessings are blessings upon the head of the just, but balance cover the mouth of the wicked. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's go over to the book of James, chapter 1, verse 17. It says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and coming down from the Father of lights. With whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Amen. This type of balance that we're talking about, it covers the mouth of the wicked. That remember, I told you about that gossiping. Hallelujah. The gossiping. We we'll take this one because that's not your Bible. That's, that's another Bible. That's my Bible. It's right there. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So, um, um, James chapter 1, verse 17 says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Amen. And cometh down from the Father of lights, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. And like I said, right here, we've been talking about the um, gossiping. We've been talking about sowing discord. Amen. This is like a sign of violence. Amen. That's why this covers the mouth of the wicked. Hallelujah. But guess what? It falls back upon them. Hallelujah. So that's why we got to be careful what comes out of our mouth. And then let's go into Malachi 2 and 16. It says, For the Lord, the God of Israel, said that he hated putting away for one covered balance with his garment, said the Lord of hosts. Therefore, take heed to your spirit that you deal not treacherously. Hallelujah. And then Habakkuk 2 and 17. For the balance of labor, um, 
leap at it, shall cover thee, and the spoil of beasts which made them afraid because of men's blood, and for the balance of the land of the city and all that dwell in. Hallelujah. So y'all, even we are hearing all the balance that's going on in different cities, gun balance. Every time you look up, somebody is being shot. Somebody has been shot. And it's not just, yes, we know that it is a multitude of our young black men. But when you look at it, it's everywhere. It's everybody. Glory to God. No neighborhood is safe anymore. You can live far out in Indian Hills. It's still crime. Because one of the things I do know is that people don't usually commit crimes in their own place where they live. They go elsewhere and commit the crime. Amen. So even though you may think that it's in one particular area, but really in reality, they don't live in that area. They just come to that area to hang out. But really, they live far out. So really, violence is everywhere because the person that has committed the violence live out in the neighborhoods that you would think that are high-scale neighborhoods. But you have still murderers or those that have committed um, violent acts that still live in those type of communities. And one thing God is saying is that we need to move away from this type of violence. Amen. Love needs to come in. Amen. Hallelujah. Love needs to come in. Hallelujah. Because love covers a multitude of sin. Thank you, God. Thank you, Pastor Joe, for joining us. Um, we got Pastor Joe here, overseer of Unlimited Grace. God bless you, man of God. So we're at verse number seven. Hallelujah. It says, the memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. I'm going to read seven through um, ten. It says, let me read it. Shall rot. The wise in heart will receive commandment, but a prying fool shall fall. He that walk right surely, but he that pervert his way shall be known. He that wink with the eye cause sorrow, but he that pride and fool shall fall. So, Pastor, let's take these three scriptures, because we're going to go three and three. Let's take these three scriptures here uh, from seven to ten. Let me read them again and then um, expound on them for us, please. It says, the memory of the it's official. Summer is almost here. The sun is getting brighter, the days are getting longer, and your lawn is ready for some love. Get everything you need for a season spent outside with Memorial Day savings from The Home Depot. Manicure your yard to perfection with lawn care tools from RYOBI. Then get your garden going with vegetables and herbs from Bonnie Plants Harvest Select. Plus, mulch and soil from Vigoro and EarthGrow. Get your lawn as ready as you are for summer in the sun. Feels like Memorial Day at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Summer is right around the corner, and you know what that means. Cooking out, diving in, and soaking up a whole lot of sunshine. The Home Depot has everything you need to start your summer right. Upgrade your cookout game with Traeger grills and smokers. Then gather around a new Hampton Bay patio set with family and friends. It feels like Memorial Day at The Home Depot with savings on summer fun. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall not, shall rot. The wise in heart will receive commandments, but a proud fool shall fall. He that walk upright, him, he that walk uprightly walk surely, but he that perverted his way shall be known. He that weep with the eye call sorrow, but a proud fool shall fall. This is for seven or what? Seven through ten. I'm reading more <coughs> seven through ten. I need you to expound on all three, please. Amen. So even in this, it referring to 
um, the way a righteous person is remembered by a man and God after his death. Proverbs chapter 10, verses 7 through 10. I just read them. Hallelujah. I know you got the Bible in Amen. So what are we saying here? Every time we do something good for everybody, listen, every time we do something good for somebody, we feel good about it, right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we feel that we're doing what God wants us to do, right? But at the same time, you got people that does things that really don't mean what they, what, what really mean right. And what they're doing, they, they're not doing it because they're trying to please God. They're doing it just because they want, it's a motive behind it, amen? So a lot of times you don't see the momentum of the wicked. You don't really see their motives. You really don't see who they really are, amen? So that's why an example of the ones that are acting in evil are those that are wicked, amen? First of all, they're really not happy for you, amen? But they act as though as they are, amen? But at the same time, their ways are not of God. Amen. So, Pastor, um, go ahead and briefly break that down a little bit more for us as well. Amen. Um, I will go, I will start from verse 7. He says that the memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall not, shall rot. The memory of the just is blessed, but the name of the wicked shall rot. Most of the time, we see that when people die, that is when people begin to testify about them. People begin to say good things about them. But sometimes when, it, when they did good things or bad things, we say good things about them. But the difference is that Within a short period of time, you don't hear from about them anymore. But those that did good, their memories, the Bible says that they are blessed. Amen. In other words, you'll be remembered. Mm -hmm. The good things that you are doing today, um, you might do something to people, people will not um, appreciate it, people will not, um, will, will not even um, like it, people will not try to accuse you, people will see it and ignore it, and sometimes be worried about why Why have they ignored me, why are they not uh, um, saying thank you, why are they not, but God is saying that your memory shall be blessed. Yes. So, your memory being blessed is that you, you shall be, in other words, you shall be remembered. Mm -hmm. But, the wicked one, his name shall rose. Nobody shall remember his name. Yes. When we look at um, our precedents, we see that some of them, their names are remembered forever. Mm -hmm. You can hear them because of the legacy that they left behind. Yeah. When we look at Jesus, mm -hmm. because of what he did, in every nation that you go, Jesus is the only name that has been translated mm -hmm. in more than a thousand languages. 
It is the same name. Everybody wants to remember him. So, Solomon is telling his son that it's, 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 it's wise to live good, to do good on this earth. Remember, um, at some point he said that a good name is better than riches. That's right. Good name is better than riches. Mm -hmm. So Solomon is telling his son that we don't have to, we don't need to get more riches mm -hmm. than good name. So we will not be remembered mm -hmm. if we do evil, and if we do good, we'll be remembered. So Solomon is challenging his son. To live a good life. And when he lives a good life, his life will be remembered. Verse 8 says that the wise in heart will receive commandments. Yes. But a panting fool shall fail. Mm -hmm. So, in other words, he's saying that we should receive from if we are wise. We will humble ourselves mm -hmm. and listen to instructions. Amen. If you observe very carefully about every verse of every chapter in Proverbs, mm -hmm. verse one of them that talks about receiving instructions, yes. listening to instructions, mm -hmm. and he's saying that the wise person receives instructions. But the fool ignores them. Amen. Every chapter that you go in, there's either one or two verses that will tell you about receiving instructions. That's right. Either we should pay attention to instructions mm -hmm. or we should receive instructions. That's right. When it comes to wisdom, mm -hmm. instructions is very important. Mm -hmm. If we want wisdom, if we want to operate the wisdom of God, That's right. it's not all about praying to God that God give me wisdom or heavenly wisdom. That's right. It is good to pray for God to give you heavenly wisdom, mm -hmm. but there, there is a necessity for us to pray or, or practice mm -hmm. or receive the commandments. The word of God is self-expression. Mm -hmm. And we cannot just read the word of God and claim that we receive it. That's right. But when we practice the word of God, mm -hmm. when we put it into action, mm -hmm. we can't be telling people, oh, do not look at what I'm doing by listening to what I'm saying. Right. That's good. We cannot be a signboard For others, you know, when, when, when you see a signboard, the signboard is always showing you where to go, mm -hmm. but it never goes there. Right. Whenever you see a signboard, mm -hmm. it's always at the doorpost, or maybe at the junction, yes. or a place that everybody will see. Right. But it never, it's never in the place. Mm -hmm. You can never do a signboard and put it inside, because you put it inside, Nobody will see it. 
So you put it outside yeah. where people will see it and it will give them directions. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. We need to receive instructions. Amen. Some of us we feel like we are bad instructions. I'm, I'm Bishop so and so, I'm Apostle so and so. How, how dare you talk to me like that? But if you look at it, the person is saying the truth. If you observe it, we are not following the word of God. Mm-hmm. And some of us, we are hiding behind our giftings, yes. our talent, okay. and we are ignoring the word of God. Mm-hmm. We feel like because we, we, we have the gifts, mm-hmm. because we, we we, we, we are apostles because we are prophets, because we are evangelists, we are better than other people. Even though we don't say it, mm-hmm. but the way we respond mm-hmm. to others. Mm-hmm. It's like we are special. Mm-hmm. We, we cannot be touched. We, we decide how the word of God goes. Okay. What is right and what is wrong. But he said that a wise person will receive Instructions. So Proverbs is telling us that if we need wisdom, if we are wise enough, then we will receive instructions from God. Amen. Not from man, but from God. Amen. 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 And if we are not able to use this Bible or follow the instructions in this Bible, that God, through inspiration, through his prophets, wrote. How then do we say that we love God? Amen. He says that if you love me, obey my commandments. Amen. Amen. Some of us, we are willing to instruct God in praise. Pray to God. God, we need this. We need that. But we are not willing to receive instructions Jesus. from God. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Glory to God. We are always directing God. We want God to receive our directions. But we do not want to receive our instructions from God. We want to instruct God. God, we want this. We want you to do this for us. We want you to do that for us. But are we also willing to be instructed by God? Amen. Are we also willing to receive instructions from God? Amen. Hallelujah. And God uses prophets, his evangelists, his, 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 uh, uh, ordinary people like us to instruct us. Mm-hmm. Amen. So, are we willing to receive criticisms? Amen. Are we willing to receive the truth? Jesus. Sometimes the truth is bitter. But we need to learn to receive the truth. Amen. 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 We need to learn to receive the truth. Amen. Glory to God. And as we receive the truth, that is what will let us stay. As as we we receive the instructions and act upon the instructions, that is what is going to make us live a good life. And that is what is going to let us live a, a good legacy on this earth. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. Amen. Glory to God for that. Hallelujah. With due to time, we're going to read through the scriptures and then we're going to sum it up. Amen. Because we've been um, expounding on the scriptures a little longer. Um, but let's get through this. Hallelujah. Um, 11 it says, The mouth of a righteous man is a well of life, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. Hatred stirs of strife, but love covers all sin. In the lips of him that has understanding, wisdom is found, but a rod is for the back of him that is a board of understanding. Wise men lay up knowledge, but the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. The rich man's wealth is a strong city. The destruction of the poor is their property. 16. The labor of the righteous tend to life, the fruit of the wicked to sin. He is in the way of life that keep instruction. But he that refuses reproof error. He that hide hatred with lying lips. And he that utter a slander is a fool. In the multitude of words there won't not sin. But he that refrain his lips is wise. The tongue of the just is as choice as silver. The heart of the wicked is a little worth. The lips of the righteous feed many. But the fools die for want of wisdom. The blessing of the Lord it maketh rich. He adds no sorrow with it. It is a sport to a fool to do mischief, but a man of understanding hath wisdom. The fear of the wicked, it shall come upon him, but the desires of the righteous shall be granted. As the whirlwind passes, so he's wicked no more, but the righteous is everlasting foundation. As vinegar to the teeth and as smoke to the eyes, so is the slugger to them that sit him. The fear of the Lord, they're going to fear the Lord, prolong of days, that's long life, but the years of the wicked shall be shortened. Hallelujah. The way of the Lord, excuse me, the hope of the righteous shall be gladness, but the expectation of the wicked shall perish. 29. The way of the Lord is strength to the upright, but the destruction shall be to the workers of iniquity. The mouth of the just bring forth wisdom. But the proud tongue should be cut off. I skip 30. The righteous shall never be removed, but the wicked shall not inherit the earth. 31. The mouth of the just bring forth wisdom, but the forward tongue shall be cut off. The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable, but the mouth of the wicked speak forwardness. So that's what he, uh, Pastor Joe, when he, been, um, he just ex even expounded on Scripture 7 through 10, a lot of things that he said, those that had an ear to hear, most of this stuff, he pretty much said it. He just summed it up. Hallelujah. So even as we have read through the scriptures, hallelujah, we know in 13 it says, In the lips of him that have understanding, wisdom is found. But a rod is for the back of him that is void of understanding. What is that rod? That rod is God chastising us. Amen. Why not get understanding in all things? Because see, wise men lay up what? Knowledge. But the mouth of the foolish is near destruction. It don't want to take in knowledge. It don't want to hear instruction. It don't have an understanding, so it cannot apply practical wisdom to the situation. Amen. So that means that even the rich man's wealth is a strong city, but the destruction of the poor is their poverty. So that's why even as we continue to read through the rest of these scriptures, 
See, it even let us know that he that hideth hatred with his lying tongue and he that uttereth the slander is a fool. So when you begin to lie and tell lies on people and continue, you know, sometimes we believe our own lie, Pastor. You know, we, we think that that lie is so true because it sounds so good to our ears. But don't you know it's not? That's why you need truth. Amen. Because when you continue to have a lying tongue, amen, you will continue to slander people. You will continue to speak negative and evil things about people. That's why your tongue needs to change. Your tongue needs to change to truth. Because when you have a tongue that is a lying tongue and that utters slander, you are a fool. You say you're wise. You say you walk in wisdom. But guess what? You don't because fools, come on now, fools have lying tongues. Fools slander people. Amen? So, Pastor, break, because we're closing out in the next five minutes, but help us just close this whole passage of scriptures out through chapter 10 and, and, and give us something we can take with us on today to put everything in perspective of what we have read in chapter 10. We see here that um, there's a saying in the language that the one who is throwing a bird, a, a stone to the um, a stone, like at the bird, um, that person is not an annoyance. It, it, what he's doing is not annoyance than the one that is standing behind and saying that, oh, you have, you, you, you have good eyes, you, you can throw stones very well. That person is very annoying. And sometimes um, the way we provoke other people, the ways that we speak to provoke other people, when you read it says that um, love covered all things but the wicked um, the, uh, a wicked man shall, shall cover um, let me read it says, uh, it says that he does Wicked with his eyes causes sorrow, but a panting fool shall fall. The mouth of a righteous man is a well of life, but violence covered the mouth of the wicked. Mm. Violence covered the mouth of the wicked. So you see from uh, verse 10, 8 um, to, to um, the end, it's talking about the mouth. I'm speaking um, to provoke other people. Um, a wise person will, will will hold on certain things, and sometimes you be like, "Oh, as for me, uh, I will say it as it is." <laughs> yes, it's good to say this it as it is, but you should know when to say it and when to keep quiet, and when 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 not to say it at all. Sometimes we we speak ahead and the enemy takes our response and acts back and we become foolish. Mm -hmm. And it looks like, oh, we don't know what we're doing or we don't know what we say, but maybe we say the right thing, but because we spoke fast, the enemy will, will take it and re-strategize. Yes, that's right. And come back in a different form. That's so we need to know when to speak, when not to speak. Yes. 
what to say. And, and, and when not, not, not to say, That's and when, when to, to say. That's right. You know, it's never too late to address an issue. That's right. Sometimes, when you are angry, mm -hmm. you need to let go of certain situations and then come back later to address it. No matter how many days it may take, no matter how long it will take, it is never too late to address an issue. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that I want you to put in your head. It's never too late to address an issue. Sometimes we feel like if we don't, well, this is it, this is the time, we need to save our mind right now. We have the opportunity. If we, we make this opportunity, we can't save our mind. So we want to save our mind, but then we don't care who is getting hurt. We don't, we don't care what, what, what is being destroyed. And by the time we finish, We've seen that we've said certain things that we were not supposed to say, mm -hmm. but we can't take it back. Can't take, oh, that's so good. Can't take it back. So we have to be very careful when to speak mm -hmm. and when not to speak. That's good. Hallelujah. Amen. So if you see, verse 20 says that the tongue of the just mm -hmm. is as a choice of silver. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the tongue of the just. Is a choice. Mm -hmm. um, um, the tongue of the just is a choice. Mm -hmm. As a servant, it means that you, 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 you can choose. Like when you go to your kitchen, or it's a choice. What server you want to use? Um, it's a choice. Right. So you, what you, is a choice? Whatever you say is a choice. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't mean to say that. You could, you could, you, you could have. You, you could have not said that. That's right. Amen. But sometimes because we are in a hurry mm -hmm. um, to say certain things, or sometimes because we want to pay back, mm -hmm. we, we want to provoke people because somebody did something that offended us, so we want to we also want to say something mm -hmm. to offend the person. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Well, you broke that down just plain and simple. Just I mean the can't put it no other way. He broke that down even for a babe to understand that. Hallelujah. Thank you, um, Pastor Joe. Hallelujah for that great insight. Amen. And we're going to um, conclude where we are right now. We're in the book of Proverbs chapter 10, day 10. Tomorrow we'll be in um, Proverbs 11, day 11, as we travel through 31 days in the book of Proverbs. We thank God for you. Thank God for you joining us. Um, again, we'll be here tomorrow, same time. But again, um, continue. Let's continue to pray. 40-day prayer marathon. Um, again, starting um, October the 1st through November the 9th. And I'll be coming to you with more details about the revival that's going to take afterwards. But, um, Pastor, if you can close us out in prayer. We wanted to thank everybody for coming on. And again, do not forget to send your comments. And for those that this has been a blessing to you, and um, for those, I had somebody ask where to give because they were really touched by just the messages that's been coming forth these last 10 days. So if God touched your heart to um, sow, hallelujah, in this ministry, you can always go to the cash app. Um, that's the money sign, UGPM, amen, or go to the website, Unlimited 
hyphen, which is the line in the middle, grace.com. We also have a secure site there, but make it easier. Most people are using the Cash App. Again, that is the money sign, UGPM, and no dollar sign. Dollar sign. The dollar sign. I know, I know, but for some reason, Cash App, they had a dollar sign and make, make you say because it's Cash App to let you know it's only cash. No checks, no, no credit card, amen. Just cash, hallelujah. So it's the dollar sign, UGPM, that stands for Unlimited Grace Per Ministry. It's not spelled out, just UGPM. So just know when you make a donation, it is, it is supporting the ministry and know that you are sowing into good ground and your deliverance is there. Hallelujah. Amen. We're not selling you anything, but sometimes people just want to sow into the word because the word has been so delicious that people have been transformed just listening. Amen. So I wanted to make sure that I put that out. Okay, Pastor, close us out, please, in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you and we bless you. We pray in our prayer that everywhere that comes forth will bring restoration. Cause us to be hearers and doers of your word. In Jesus' name that we pray. Let this word bring healing, deliverance into our lives. Let it bring a transformation into our lives. In Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen and glory to God. Summer is right around the corner. And you know what that means. Cooking out, diving in, and soaking up a whole lot of sunshine. The Home Depot has everything you need to start your summer right. Upgrade your cookout game with Traeger grills and smokers. Then gather around a new Hampton Bay patio set with family and friends. It feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot with savings on summer fun. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.